Apologies for an unavoidable absence. Uh, we we will be trying to stick to this uh, every two weeks. Life now, life just you know. gets in the way sometimes. But yeah, yeah. Well, because we're getting like those people who say like, "Oh, I'm going to give up smoking," or like, "Oh, stop it in my kids." <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like you know, it might be every two weeks, and you know, it might not. But just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, should we bother? Or... Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Anyway, number seven of our Paranormal Podcast, and this edition we have chosen to talk about parasitic aliens. Of course. Which is a bit of a bit of a curve, but it was basically an excuse to watch The Thing, wasn't it? Well, yeah, people who probably who do listen to this regularly or whatever, um, so again, Ben Hardy, um, <laughs> it, is, it started, it was supposed to be a lot more, it's basically just around the films now, isn't it? What films you've got. What ones you want to watch? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like, a bit of there's a bit of theory in it. I mean, it is a the the idea of a parasitic alien coming down from beyond the stars and infecting organisms on Earth and trying to take over by reproducing cells and mutating and stuff is quite far fetched. It does happen a little bit in nature, but not quite to the same dramatic degree to which Carpenter showed. It's us. pretty fucked up, man. It's very, very fucked up, yeah. We'll just do a little quick introduction, which basically justifies his doing it as as paranormal and slightly scientific. There's kind of two theories about spores coming from either Earth to infect organisms in other celestial bodies or vice versa. It's called forward contamination and backwards contamination. Forwards means when spores or bacteria from Earth go somewhere else... And can you guess what backwards contamination oh, is? Just wait, I was just going to say, can you get the 133 bus from here, mate, when you finish, ch- when you finish talking? Oh, yeah, backwards no. must be from um, something else coming to the earth then. Fucking hell. Yeah. Are you Carl Sagan? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. I know who that is as well. Yeah, the, yeah nice The one. pale blue dot. Yeah. Yeah. They've found a couple of places in our universe that could be candidates for that. The most famous one... Is obviously normally. What would you say? What to get? No, I'm just asking you as a guess. Like the most famous planet near us, oh, Mars, isn't it? Yeah, Mars. Yeah. yeah, they've not found any bacteria on there yet, but they do think that there might be some buried just beneath the crust. And some people have been talking about possible water sources. Wherever there's water, there might be salt. Water begats so, salt. No, I, I, yeah. I, wish, I wish I hadn't taught you that word. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, basically, if, the, if there's salt water, then there might be life. That's the, that's the flimsy pretext of why we're doing this show. So we thought we would have a look at John Carpenter's The Thing. A classic film. And I think quite topical at the moment because... Go on. We're talking about the first scene, right? So, because uh, obviously... I'll just, I'll just give, give a standard introduction. Yeah. Right. John Carpenter's 1982 film, The Thing, starring Kurt Russell, 
and Keith David, alongside a few of the people who you'd probably recognise, like Richard Masseur. Wilf Bramble. No, that's the <laughs> that's the bloke off Steptoe. In oh, Sir. Wilfred Brimley there. Yeah, 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 Wilfred Bramble is Steptoe. Oh, right. Yeah. Anyway, it was John Carpenter's first, but he was pretty, you know, on the scene before this with Halloween and stuff like that, but... This was his first big studio gig. It's the film that established him, basically, as, a, as being able to handle a big budget. Yeah, you'd be glad that you said that. Yeah, well, so anyway, right, so uh, start watching this film, and the first scene... Yeah, give us your... Set up for you. So, basically, this alien thing, right, has been disturbed, it's been frozen. Sl- oh, slow down with the technical talk. Right, yeah, I know. <laughs> It's been frozen, yeah, sorry guys, it's been frozen for over 100,000 years, it's accidentally released by a load of Norwegians, right? It's kind of like, um, a fe- you know... It's like well, it's a- in the Antarctic, isn't it, you should say yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, they're all working there, and these Norwegians are like, first we see of it, the American lads, or what they think, they can just see a load of Norwegians um, trying to shoot a dog like, with a plane, so they're flying along... Trying to shoot Hang this on, stop, yeah. Helicopter. Helicopter, yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, you don't have to be an animal lover to think that's a bit off. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. You know, David and Goliath yeah, but, don't come into it. If you, if you yeah, but but people, there is that thing, isn't there, in the Antarctic where people go mental. Like, you have to pass loads of psychological tests and stuff. I'd never be allowed to go there. No, you definitely wouldn't. Yeah. I so, mean, why would you even go there? What What research would you be doing? Just, like... Get away for a bit, I suppose. Mm. <laughs> That's not a solid basis of going over to a Antarctica for a research expedition. I've always dreamt of eating a chalk ice in a country where they're grown. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, so oh. um, all this talk lately, right, of us coming out of Europe, Brexit, right? Because I'm D- up always, I'm always I've, I've told you, I've stuff, told right? you, please don't try and do so, topical stuff. Yeah, so all this Europe stuff, I'm thinking, this is the problem if we get out of Europe, right? This is the problem here, the communication... None of the Yanks can speak Norwegian, right? These Norwegian guys, to be fair... They Kurt, could... Kurt Russell keeps calling them Swedes as well. Yeah, yeah, which is not going to help, because they, I doubt they like each other, Swedish and Norwegian. No, they're all right. Um, no, so they're cool, aren't they? You'd never see them slagging each other off, but I bet you they're like, arseholes. Anyway, right, so these Norwegians are shooting at this dog. The Americans have come running out. Now, you know what I mean? If they'd have even a basic grasp of Norwegian to say what's going on, I mean... To be fair, it probably would have ruined the film because they would have said, like, this is a parasitic alien that has <laughs> shape-shifted onto this fucking dog. To be honest... It gots to go. <laughs> I'd say like that. It gots to go. Probably, right. though, I'd say the, the, the American expedition, they may well have been taught some kind of phrases knowing that they were next to a Norwegian outpost, but it'd probably be along the lines of, can we borrow a conical flask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know, have you got any spare coats? It wouldn't be, yeah, we're trying to destroy this alien that's shifted inside the, the body of one of our beloved dogs before it rips its way out in a bloody mess and takes over the entire planet. I mean, but anyway, yeah, you, you could probably get by. But. So, but that's what's happened then, basically, isn't it? They've kind of taken this dog in thinking, oh, this is a nice thing to do. Um, You're skipping a bit here, though. Remember, the Norwegians crash their helicopter. No, no, they don't crash it, do they? They they get shot because he comes out and he's mental and the Americans shoot them. First uh, 
first line of defence, in it, for any American, <laughs> if someone's acting slightly yeah. erratic, They're shoot prob- him in the face. Someone probably should have faced charges for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the least of the problems at the end, but there would have been a report, like, filed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so anyway, so they've, th- this dog gets taken in then, and then from then on, it is just a nightmare, because the thing is with this, I, I read up on it, on this thing, right? And, um... Yeah. It... It can assimilate itself into fucking near enough anything, but funny that it can't assimilate its stuff into anything that's got metal in it. So you'll notice, like, one of the guys in it has got an earring, isn't he? Which, yeah. which really doesn't suit him. But um, anyway, they, they would have noticed, if anyone had cared enough to be like, oh, he's, he's always got his earring in, they would have noticed early doors that it wasn't him anymore because this thing has to get all the metal out of these people. Before it can assimilate where, into him. Where have you read that? I'm serious. I've, I've got on the internet. Yeah. It says here. It says, it can't deal with metal and any of the people or animals it's assimilating into. It get rid of piercings, fillings, splints and pins. They'd have to, they'd rip the mm. pin out of my arm if, if, if they was trying to get into me. The pin holding my bones together. Um, well, you won't be around So that's that. why you know, you'll never see any of these things down Camden Market. Yeah. It's full of them, isn't it? Full of pierced people. <laughs> Like, they'd have a nightmare. I've, I've not read that theory of it before, but... Yeah, yeah, but that's what it said. So it, that's why um, they would have actually worked out um, one of the guys uh, had been overtaken by this alien because they'd been like, oh, why is he... Why do you know? It would be a bit mental if you just started battering your mate because you were like, <laughs> oh, why, why aren't you wearing your nose ring? And then he went, oh, I took it out. I just took it out for a bit. Yeah, that'd piss me off if I had a mate with an earring and then one day wasn't wearing yeah. it. Yeah. be fucking well annoying. Especially now you know about this. Yeah, and yeah, especially yeah, if, yeah. If, Imagine you had that Sunday paranoia. I think this is just going to cause more problems than it, it's going to solve. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're basically saying, don't <laughs> trust people who don't wear earrings. No, no. It, it's like, if people don't wear earrings, that's fine. If people wear earrings, that's fine. This is more to do with... Um, Consistency. If someone if they, wore an earring, then doesn't wear yeah, it. Yeah, type of person who's always got a nose ring in. You see him without one, you know. But how do you know as a stranger though? You'd have to. No, you'd have to yeah, look at everyone's ears and see if there's holes. You can in only them. really do it with a mate. You know, I'm sure they'd be doing other weird stuff as well. But <laughs> what, you know. like, like growing tentacles, <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill you, trying to rip yeah. your heart out? Yeah. Um, but so anyway, it's all happening, and basically. Um, it's picking them off, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's, it's it's like, and these guys, and they're smoking weed as well, which is the worst thing. A lot of them are because, smoking weed, yeah. Um, they're just like... What? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, if I have a spliff, I can't answer my phone. Uh. I don't know what the fuck I'd do if I was stoned and some alien started ripping itself out of my mate in front of me. The hangover I had yesterday, if... An alien, I, w- I would have just happily thrown myself off a balcony <laughs> and deal with it. Uh, like, these, I'm, I'm, and that's what I want to say. These lads did a good job with what a situation. I think, where'd you get weed? How'd you get weed in um, the Antarctic? He would have had to ship loads of it in, wouldn't he? Oh, they or they paid well over the odds. Meet some Eskimo. Some Eskimo comes down. I don't, on a, I don't think you say Eskimo anymore. Eskimo comes down on a chopper, <laughs> and they. I don't think Eskimo. I don't think Inuits live in the Antarctic. Comes down with half a Q in his socks. <laughs> it's, it's not working, is it? Yeah. The, the thing that I, the, one of the things I quite liked about it was so 
the thing being a being a space creature wants to get onto Earth and infect people. So it decides, yeah, I'll crash my spaceship into the Antarctic, yeah? It's a nice secluded area to get my head around the planet, plan things out and stuff. Most importantly, though, about crashing it in the Antarctic on Earth, is that the only resistance will be a load of fucking nerds in, like, white coats. <laughs> that thing must have been fucking gutted when it smashed out of that dog and saw Kurt Russell... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And standing next to the bloke who battered Roddy Piper... With a flamethrower. ...with a massive flamethrower. He yeah, must have yeah. just gone... Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet he, he was raging about, like, whoever does the research for the other aliens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just sending them down. He's like, you, you told me these lot were going to look like Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're trying, to, they're trying to set me alight like a fucking Hamlet. Yeah. Um, really the, quickly. So I think the smallest bloke in that research expedition was about six foot two. No, there was there was not a little guy, quite a little guy. Ooh. The little guy went mental and battered like three blokes yeah. and started shooting them. You got the sense though that he he'd been bullied for years. Yeah, yeah. no, he's the kind of he's the most dangerous because he's he's the kid in the playground who's been bullied for years. But when he has to fight, he'll try and take someone's eye out. Because I, I wouldn't rule out, um, and I always bring into this, but like someone being sexually assaulted. This thing, because oh, I mean, it's fourteen minutes in, and no, you're already bringing up male rape just in the Antarctic for that long. Because it's like. You know, I was thinking the other day, is it, would they get good money for it? Because, you know, like, people go to those mines in Australia. And yeah, I think You don't so. see anyone for yeah. three months, but you, like, you get a load of cash. But it's like... Yeah, I imagine it. I imagine, mean, though, you're staring into the... You're staring death in the face, like, when you've been... Your mate's been ripped apart by a parasitic alien, and you mu- it must go through your head. I, w- I should have just got something closer to home for half, <laughs> like, for half the money. I'd have seen yeah, more yeah, of my yeah. kids... Got to see match of the day. Um, this has all been fucking yeah. worthless. You know yeah. What I mean? Another way, right, that you're supposed to... This is a giveaway. If your mate's been infected or someone's infected, they will stare... They will switch off. They, uh, no, if the thing doesn't think it's been observed, right, by other people, while it's, while it's in yeah, someone, yeah, yeah. it will switch off and leave the human uncharacteristically standing or sitting still while staring silently into space. So, I mean, obviously never been in, no. in a Spoonos on a Monday afternoon. I was going to say, yeah, not been down the nick will be There'll be everyone in there. Yeah. Like, if they wouldn't imagine, like, someone like Russell, for whatever reason, hammering into, like, uh, you know, and rest, rest in peace, the white line of Mortimer on a yeah, Monday afternoon, yeah. everyone would be getting shot. Yeah. Everyone would just be, stare- yeah. everyone would just be staring into, like, nothing. Yeah, but they scream a lot in the white line as well. That's what would throw you as well. I don't know. I, mean, I, I reckon we, we just go in there in the evenings like a lot. I think... <laughs> you think this... Oh, no. You go, fuck it out. That bloke, there's fucking blood pouring out of his mouth. <laughs> you just go, oh no, that's Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can't ju- he's supposed to fucking eat before he does his Guinness on a Monday. But yeah, 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 yeah. He won't listen, yeah. bless him. He's been brushing his teeth with a carving knife again. <laughs> Um, so we've we've kind of we've not really gone on to like how fucked up this thing is when it when it comes out and reveals itself. I mean, I don't know if there is anything more fucked up than a man's head splitting in two to form a jaw, which he then uses to eat to flip a man vertically head first, balancing on top of this jaw, and then eat him head first. 
But no, hang on. There is something more fucked up than that. How about a man's chest opening up under defibrillators, ripping a bloke's arms off, then detaching its still human head, which then grows spider's legs and runs away. I mean... Oh, God. I, I don't know if you know this or if you can tell by my slurred voice, but I had a lot to drink last night and I'm sure this is going to be happening tonight when I try to go to sleep. What's, a, what's seeing that head? Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, the demons are going to come out. I've, I've not had a job for about two weeks. I've fucking got that running around uh, in my head. I'm trying to drink a bit in a minute to keep, you know, take the edge off. Hang on, are we still doing the podcast? <laughs> of, like, am I like... Are we in some sort of like fucking AA thing? I don't, I don't know. I don't oh, know. It's a bit of both, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sure people have seen this film because it's obviously a classic. But quickly skip through the rest of the film. Obviously, people kind of get knocked off one by one, and Kurt Russell emerges as the kind of grizzled hero of the piece. It gets to a point, doesn't it, where they kind of all the few survivors who are left kind of realise they're not getting out of there, and They've they've worked out that what the thing wants to do, because it's come out in the Antarctic, which is the worst place in the world for it to come out, it's realised because there's fuck all people there and they're all dying. Um what the thing wants to do is just get under the ice and hibernate again and wait for like a search party to turn up. So they basically set fire to the camp, don't they, and blow it up to try and keep it too hot. What does he want to do then? Like, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, <laughs> like, wants to write a book or like... <laughs> but, I mean, what what is its thing? Like, what... It wants to what? Like, take over the world? Like? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it wants to infect... Do you think they exist? No. Do you? No, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd prefer... Well, no, I mean, it is stupid, isn't it? I'd, I, I'd, I would, like, prefer to... Uh, I I could see there being aliens more than I don't entertain ghosts. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not talking about... Eight. Of course there's aliens, how we define it. There's, like, a there's like hundred billion possible planets that could contain life... Are they green? ...in the observable solar systems that we can see. So, of course there's life, but... Are they green, though? What, the aliens? Yeah. I don't know. Are they like that take me to your dealer poster? No, I, I really don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah, so anyway... Let me tell you this little thing anyway yeah. about the end of the film. McCready, who's Kurt Russell... He looks like our mate, Rich Farmworth. Yeah, shout out to Richie R.J. McCready Farmworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's led a, a, the last surviving members as a little sortie down into the underground basement where the thing is fucking about. It's blowing it all up. Um, he's pretty sure he's killed like a lot of it, but we think it's still about basically at that point. Uh, Childs turns up, played by Keith David, and Kurt Russell says to him like, "Where have you been?" And he goes, "Oh, I went out. I thought I saw Blair, so I ran after him." What Tony Blair? No, Blair, the old uh, the old bloke who went mental. Um, he says, "I thought I saw Blair, so I went ran out after him, and then I couldn't find him, and then I just found you." And Kurt Russell kind of looks at him. I can't do it because it's a podcast, but he kind of looks at him. And then McCready, do you remember McCready gives him a bottle of JD mm. to drink from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have this really like kind of 
really like nihilistic banter about like oh, I think we're going to be here for a while it's a bit cold and all that so you basically kind of think at this point that they're both going to die but you're still thinking oh is one of them the thing so Kurt Russell gives him the whiskey and Childs takes it off him and drinks it and then it cuts back to Kurt Russell and he laughs and the theory is is that the Jack Daniels bottle that he gave to Childs He'd been setting off Molotov cocktails all night. The theory is that's a Molotov cocktail, so it's full of petrol and diesel. Yeah. Gives it to Childs, and because Childs just drinks it and doesn't react, he's the thing. Oh, he's just the right. thing trying to be a human. And the further little bit of theory as to why he is the thing is that every time you see Kurt Russell in that scene, his breath's all misting up, like really foggy, because it's absolutely free, it's like sub zero temperatures. Every time. Charles is talking, or you see him, you hardly see him breathing at all, but you never see fog coming from his mouth. So the theory is Charles is a thing, and Kurt Russell had given that to him as a test. He'd figured out he's a thing, and then the only thing he could think to do was just laugh. Because, like, what else could you do? He must have just been like, oh. Oh, what, because he just, what, yeah, because he can't kill him or anything? He's just like, he just laughed, doesn't he? That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was pretty fucked by that point, And then says, pass the bottle this way, bro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If that was you and you just worked it out that, oh, this guy's the thing. So he knows he's going to kill him. You just just say, fucking give it here. I just want to get fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I just start running into the snow. You wouldn't go very far, though, would you? Why? Well, because the thing would just butcher you, wouldn't it? It was probably like, it's one of the scariest things... Uh, we've seen so far, I think. That, yeah, it's nasty. That, that thing can just like, it just it was it reminded me, remind me of like Red Dwarf actually. There's a lot of stuff like that on Red Dwarf, don't they? Well, yeah, it's the xenomorph thing, isn't it? That they rip off, they basically rip it off, don't they? In it's not that's that's in Alien. What do they call it in Red Dwarf? The thing that polymorph. turns polymorph. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing rip off. Anyway, we've talked about the thing for long enough going to come out of it now and just wrap this thing up with, I'm going to tell you, you haven't seen any of this yet, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this real parasite in nature and what it does, right? So there's a thing called the baculovirus, and it only infects gypsy moth caterpillars. Bloody hell. Yeah. And what it does is it gets inside them, big fat caterpillar gets inside them, Makes makes them climb up to the very top of a tree, like all the way up to the top. Yeah. When they get to the top, they basically die and their bodies liquefy and then they rain all the viral particles down on top of all their mates who are just sat in the trees. And anyone who gets hit with any of that turns into one. And they can even, when they climb up the tree, if they get eaten by a bird... They come out in the bird shit, and anything that touches that Fucking turns hell. into it. Bloody hell. That's horrible. What's into that? That's horrible. What's the, and you can't control yourself anymore. They're just like going, right, you're fucking climbing up here, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. They've narrowed it down to one, one bit of DNA that it changes or something. I don't. I can't remember the ins and outs. So I apologise, but it, it's just one bit of DNA that it changes, which basically gives it a desire to get up to the top of a tree. Yeah, it's really fucked up. But the difference between that and the thing is that once it gets to the top, 
it just explodes out of like a fucked caterpillar, this this Baculo virus, gets rained down and hits other caterpillars below and then it just starts again. So as far as I can see, there's like no bigger plan there. They just the virus could just live on this one tree forever and just keep raining down. What horrible thing to happen. Because it's not like... It's you a, seem like more horrified by that than you were by the thing. Well, yeah, because it's, it's not like it's a, a caterpillar. They've, it, you know, they haven't had much of a life anyway. No, well, they're yeah, lava, they? aren't they? And then, like, for something like that to happen... Yeah. <sighs> yeah, well, that's science. Yeah. Well, it's only, I mean, yeah, life's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, guys... <laughs> <laughs> What's the next one? What's the next podcast? Oh, the next one we're going to do one... Well, we'll probably do a few on, because it's such a big subject, uh, is vampires. Oh, my God. But we'll probably, we'll probably do one based around I Am Legend. Well, that's that then, isn't it? So, until next time, we bid you a very fond farewell. Big up all the listeners. Yeah. Keep watching the skies, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you later. Bye. Bye.